U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 21 hours, 22 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 2 hours, 22 minutes, 20 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 2022, only a couple of days till Christmas. This might be the last show before the holidays. I don't know, but I got Mr. Jesse, and we're going to be getting the show on here shortly. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The buck. This is Dr. Whoever. Hey, Dr. Whoever. Let's get this show on the road. Ooh. I saw Mr. Cody already just jumped up on the couch to join us. Hello, Ten, Mr. Cody. You going to join us today? Nine, you going to join us today on the couch? Eight, Dodger still asleep seven, down there? I think so. Six, yeah. Okay. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. How are you today? Good. How are you doing, Dr. Robert? I know you had an early morning. You um, you did a charity breakfast of some kind. Feel free to tell as little or as much detail as you would like. But um, how did that go? Was it a thank you breakfast of some kind? No, it's not a charity breakfast. It's actually a uh, exactly? shepherd's know. breakfast. So it's a monthly thing is, where all the... I was going to tell you. you okay. Shepherd's breakfast. Okay. Yeah. So all the, the churches and uh, predominantly in North Las Vegas get together for a monthly breakfast where they talk about what's going on in the community. Uh, local elected officials can come. But it's just uh, it's a free community event that they've been hosting for some time now. And it's really grown in its presence and has a lot of community members that actually go there and, and talk about what's going on in the neighborhood. Well, that sounds good. Good time to get out and meet some people. Good networking, everything. Absolutely. Seeing some faces. Everybody's in the holiday spirit. And yeah, everybody's in really good spirits right now. Mm-hmm. Especially these two puppies. They got their little uh, bandanas on from the groomer. Oh, they look great. They look great. Dodgers. Look great. Dodger looks like a real dog now instead of just like a, I don't know, like a dirty bath towel. <laughs> but and Cody, I barely recognize him because she she comes and like she gives him to me, and I was like, "Is this my dog? This is what you look like, all cute and stuff, Mister Cody? Looking adorable." <laughs> all right. Well, that was great. I'm. En- I really enjoyed getting their haircuts. Um, 
I was worried about it because I didn't think he would really be into it, but he well, seems groomers, like, you know, he did pretty good. Let's talk a little about the groomers. So. Well, here, if we're going to talk about dogs, let's yeah. go, let's go. Let's dog time. The groomer was nice. She um she spoke Spanish, so I let you do uh, she spoke English. And I know, Spanish. but you know, like I said, it's kind of like people that have a jeep. You know, people that drive a jeep, they all have like a secret secret code. They give each other like a wave. It's like you speak Spanish, she speaks Spanish. You guys have like you know, your little secret language. I let I you deal with North it. North Carolina. I know. <laughs> Everybody wears camo. Looks like they're gonna shoot you. Yeah, but it was an interesting groomer. So uh, the person we bought uh, Dodger from the sh- our little sh- miniature sh- uh, Schnauzer. He recommended her, and it was I was good with it. And it, but it was at someone's house; it wasn't really mm-hmm. a business. It was an older Mexican lady, private who, business, who you know does business from her home. So it was kind of like you just drop the dogs off at the person's home. It was in a decent area. That yeah, was fine. Um, nothing too crazy, but it's the whole thought of like, okay, I'm trusting this person with my two babies, my animals that are my yeah, babies, yeah. Um, and hopefully this goes well. And, like, and knowing how is it this elaborate scam of dog theft. Yeah, it could be. These dogs are <laughs> kind of pricey. But the thought of like not knowing what's going to happen and trying to trust in this person, it's it's a weird feeling. And we both kind of felt like so uh, we're leaving these dogs for four. Well, I kept being like I kept uh, being like on that 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 uh-huh, Christmas movie for Christmases where uh, where he's. Where uh, he tries to get the secret code mistletoe if you want to leave because it's too much. You don't want to handle it. So I kept being like, you know, you sure you want to leave him mistletoe? Well, you sure you want to leave him? You sure you can do this? Dr. Whoever was totally walking away with with Cody in his hands like, oh, it's okay. He's, He's too difficult. Oh, never mind. It's all good. I was like, Dr. Whoever, leave Cody here. He will be fine. And he's like, oh, if you can't do nothing, don't worry about it. Just call okay. us. We'll I'll be around the up. corner. We'll pick him up. My baby, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this cyclone that is coming, Jesse. It looks like it's going to be some crazy weather. Um, have you heard anything about this weather that's coming, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, I, I'm focused on cold weather here in Vegas. I can't worry about cyclones on the East Coast. Well, this is a fierce bomb cyclone is disrupting holiday travel. I'm glad I did not go anywhere. I wasn't planning on going anywhere anyway, but it's like a good excuse now. It's like, oh, you know, traveling's bad, people. <laughs> but it's like saying um, in Denver and some places, it's going to drop like 60 degrees tonight. Like literally, like they're saying it's going to be like some craziness, like the like that movie, um, The Day After Tomorrow, where like people just like freeze. They walk outside and like they just freeze to death. Like... They say you could get um, frostbite just from um, walking out or whatever. I mean, it hasn't happened yet. They said it's literally coming. Is there a video on this? No, but we'll get back to that later. It's not a major thing. It's going to be coming up for the next days. They're just kind of warning people now. They said, wait, they said within an hour, I swear to God, they said it's going to drop 60 degrees. Kind and of, like, the lows are going to be like, like negative 14. Are gonna yeah, be like looking the what lows. you said, so the travel could become extremely dangerous and life-threatening, particularly in light of the bitterly cold temperatures during the height of the storm. This is why I don't live on the East Coast. I was having trouble opening the article, so I appreciate you handling that for me. Yeah, and it it says the storm will drag historically cold December air mass source from Siberia. This is literally coming from Siberia. Is this that movie? Seriously, the the day after tomorrow? Between Wednesday and late Friday, sending temperatures plunging some 30 to 50 degrees below average. They said today's the first day of winter. December 21st is the first day of winter? That's what they were saying on the news. 
Whatever. Let's get into the Hanukkah, Jesse. I think it's Hanukkah. Oh, I want to read this. Real oh, okay, quick, okay. We'll okay, so music. projected wind chills on Friday morning include two degrees in Houston. Isn't Houston normally warm? Yeah, Texas? that's what I'm saying. This is minus, this is unusual. Like, minus is like, seven yeah. degrees in Dallas. Minus fourteen degrees in Memphis, and minus thirty-two degrees in Kansas City, and lastly minus forty-five degrees. In Sucks Falls, is that how you pronounce it? Sucks. I think it's Suex <laughs> or know, something like joking. that. But I'm Falls, like you. I'm like trying to think of how it's spelled. Minus 45 degrees. Are you insane? How I, do people I, live there? I don't go outside when it's like 28 degrees at nighttime when the weather drops. Minus? No, I'm good. Well, it is the first no, day of sir. winter, so if you're outside, you know, take those pets inside, bundle up, do whatever. But negative 14. I you remember driving be. cross country and coming through like the desert areas, and it did get like negative yeah, so, five or ten. So I'm checking the same days here in Vegas. Highs of 57, 61, and 62. Thank you, I'm Vegas. I'm okay with that. We'll keep that for now. <laughs> All right, well, do you know anybody that celebrates Hanukkah, Jesse? Because I told you, yeah. growing up, I didn't know a lot of Jewish people. Like, it wasn't on my radar, like, being Jewish or anything about Jewishness. Or, so, like, when I went to college, I met a couple, and then I dated somebody from Long Island for a while, and we won't, we won't go to the Dark Ages. But, like, a lot of people from New York and East Coast are Jewish. Um, but, like, growing I mean, up, I, I just I wasn't around in LA, that. So, yeah, just a thriving prosperous Jewish well, community. That it is, is Hanukkah right now, right? It's the fourth day of Hanukkah, I Oh, believe. it's the fourth day? Fourth or fifth day of First Hanukkah. First day of winter, fourth day of Hanukkah, eight crazy nights. Only know that from the Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler thing. A beautiful night. All right. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll get into the top five things that happened since we did the last show. How about that, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. I know you're tired over there. It's dark, I know. I hate the darkness like this. All right, you ready to get into the top five things that happened since we did the last show? Mr. Jesse. Let's go. All right. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Well, have you been watching the news at all today? I know you've been busy, but it has been a big news day around here. Me and the puppies have been keeping up to date on all the world's affairs. <laughs> uh, President Zelensky, uh, he graced Washington, D.C. with his presence. Uh, Mr. Zelensky goes to Washington, I guess. We'll call it. Um, Ukrainian president. Yeah, the Ukrainian president. He met Mr. Joe Biden earlier this morning, or I guess depending on your time zone. Um, it was my kind of mid-afternoon lunchtime, I guess. Mm-hmm. Most people's with, evenings. Um, met with President Biden and Boyd, uh, both Boyd, both uh, joints of the House. The Session of the, the House. Congress or however, and whatever that is. He spoke exactly. to them today and uh, addressed his concerns and praising also the future outlook of what the war in, in Ukraine um, currently is, and he made some really heartfelt moments throughout his speech when addressing the House, um, because he was able to, to articulate this American um, understanding of what it means to sacrifice, and he talked about the past wars we fought, and he talked about 
you know, Ukrainians spending Christmas together, regardless of whether or not there's mm-hmm. electricity, whether or not there's Make it running work. water, that they will still celebrate and appreciate what they have in life. And it was really a humble moment to really think about what it means to be with family when you literally have nothing. And we're currently in this this time where we're just buying things and but some other to people get, you know, to show people we care about them. But when you really think about it, there's there's peoples in other parts of the world that are, are literally struggling struggling oh, yeah. to survive. If you are um, out buying presents and you're even putting them on a credit card, you are 1% in the world. You know, Just think about that yourself but out here's, there. But here's you know, also driving a Kia, taking your kids to school, that's a life that most people couldn't even dream of having in lots of places but here's, in the world. Here's the thing, though. So he also said that I know you guys are, are you know, enjoying the fruits of you know, fighting so many wars and you guys have led a thriving society. And he says, and I, and I don't, and the Ukrainian people don't regret or I mean, don't you know? Feel upset that you guys are doing that. You guys have fought through your struggles. You have fought your wars, and Ukraine is in a moment where we're fighting for our liberty as well. And we thank you for all you've done for the Ukrainian people. And with your continuing investment, we will be victorious. And he and, has a really good presence. Like he's just good up there. No, he he's really great. So his background great. is he's a comedian. They said he was he's the number one pers- comedian. He's a TV like, personality. In the country. I know that. And the funny thing, which I learned today, was like. Before the war in Ukraine, he had a 29% approval rating. People were not happy with him. But he was the right president for the moment when you need to go on Instagram Live and talk mm-hmm. about the war you're fighting. When you need to, to understand Be how relatable. media works in, or, in order to get a message across, True. he understands that. And he, again, once again, did that again today, uh, addressing both houses I'd, and really stress that that what was happening was we're not just giving money away. We're investing in a future, we a brighter future with with Russia no longer as a threat. Like right before we did, and that's something that all of America wants is well, a prosperous yeah, yeah. future. So. For, Hope, for the future of the United States. Well, right before we actually jumped on the show, there was a lady that she comes on Anderson Cooper all the time. Um, she's actually now in America because I guess where she lives was being bombarded, so she's here temporarily. And she kind of was like, yeah, it's a great show to watch this on, you know, your program, CNN and live and all these senators and Congress people giving flags and clapping and hooray, hooray, congratulations, shaking hands. But we here in Ukraine or my friends back in Ukraine are, you know, that's nice showing, but let's do something, you know. Stop making us beg and then you do one thing and you make us do this whole song and dance like, woo, you know, it's like, give us what we need so we can end this. But that's just not how we do things, but, I guess, but that's, people. That's definitely not how we do things. But it's also... But I can see not, the other side. Um, but but I, I can understand. these are. This is taxpayer money. This is American War is a slow-moving process, it's and slow- most of us don't understand that. And we've never seen a war but it's also, like we've this. Fought, we've fought a lot of wars. We've given a lot of money. And, and the American people and the job of the Congress is to make sure money is being spent properly. The Ways because and Means is, Committee, is that is, correct? Yeah, this is the hard-earned money of American taxpayers. Oh, yeah. So it, we're, giving money freely just doesn't happen. And this is, you know, it might look like a show and dance, but the United States is back to Ukraine, one of the major countries in the world that is continually to support Ukrainian people because we believe in what Ukraine is doing and their sovereignty. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, it's unfortunate that this is a part of war, having to go and ask for money and, and continue to keep things on people's mind because we're in one of those societies where if, what happened 15 minutes ago? 
I mean, true. it's on to the next. What's we, trending now? People want now. it quick. Let's go. Let's yeah, move I mean, along. You know, but but when you have no power, people over there are like a, much more of a slow society going it's on. It's the same thing as like when you get into a fight. You're really pissed at the beginning, but after a while, it's like, what are we fighting about again? Mm, I don't know. Sometimes I can hold a grudge, Mr. Jesse. Mm, I don't think you can. I used to be able to. Your cute little face is starting to make me <laughs> lose my grudge powers. <laughs> you want to see Zelensky and Biden here? Let's. Uh, they're t- they're having a little. They're having a little chat. Let's see if. Mr. Um, President, it's good to have you back. I'm delighted you're able to make the trip to be here, and uh, you know uh, it's an honor to be by your side in the United Defense against what is a brutal, brutal war being waged by Putin. 300 days, hard to believe. 300 yeah. days been going through this, and Putin has waged a brutal assault. On the Ukraine's uh, right to exist as a nation, and that's basically you know they come in, they say this, but then like I do like this one part. He like kind of says thank you. I hope they had captions today because it's hard to understand him. Like when he speaks, it's like what's he saying exactly? So difficult. You know, if I'm calm, I came. I mean that we control the situation, and because of support, and first of all because of your support, and I really. I understand that we have very important topics and we'll discuss them, everything, so many challenges in Ukraine, in Europe, in the world, and from energy to situation on battlefield, but but I first of all I really patience from my heart, from the heart of Ukrainians, all Ukrainians, from our nation, strong nations, all the appreciation to you, first of all, Mr. President, for your big support and leadership of course. Europe, many countries helped us and are helping now because the war is not over. So he's basically saying it's thank you, and you know, it's hard to understand him a little bit, isn't but, it? Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they had at the House of Representatives, they had probably had somewhere for a big thing or they had somewhere for them to be able to read it, right? Because he was really, it was a little hard to understand, but let's go on. Whatever it was happened, we had a magnitude 6.4 earthquake in California yesterday. Northern California, yeah. Oh, total mess apparently in this town. I didn't know that. And um, I guess this Avatar movie was a flop, Jesse. Did I've you... heard a lot of people say it was it was better than the first one. I think mm. we should watch it. Well, Disney stock is on its way to the worst year since 1974 after the sequel disappoints, according to this article. But you know, who knows? I feel like it would give me a headache, Jesse. And what what is this? Okay, um, yesterday I just turned my head and I saw like. Um, Robert De Niro's home burglarized or something in New York City. This is the weirdest story out of nowhere. Um, so apparently there's a burglar person in New York that's like kind of like a semi-famous. And I guess they go around and rob kind of famous people. And she's like smiling in the mugshot. It's a very interesting story. A repeat offender apparently steals uh, artwork from Robert De Niro's home uh, in New York City. Uh, she snuck in through like a back door that was unlocked on Monday morning while the actor and his daughter uh, were home, according to the police. Um, I don't know. the Shanice? Avila's, age 30, smiled for cameras as police led her out of the New York Police Department, 19th Precinct Station, en route for Manhattan Court. The Manhattan woman, who has, been, has a history of numerous burglary arrests, was charged similarly 
for her latest offense, breaking into the temporary home of raging bull actor and activist. Police say, I don't even know who that is, but that's interesting, right? What a nutcase. There's so many nutcases out there. Nutcases you know what, I, you know what I think is funny is that, um, remember I told you I got this invitation from the White House no, to, to, the, to the holiday Go party. to the White House, yeah. Well, he, here's the thing. So I was like, how are you going to get there? You fill out the invitation, and they said, we'll send you an email to let you know the day you can come to the to the White House, uh-huh. they literally told me like four days prior to when the event actually is. It's probably for people that are local, they assume. Well, I mean, I it's guess. for people that worked on well, the you Biden work, campaign. Well, maybe people that work in politics, but they're there. Like, you yeah. work for somebody but I'm, but here, I'm also, but you're here, but, but some I'm people are there. I'm also assuming that people in Washington are going home for the holidays, the people, oh, the yeah, family, yes, whatever right. respective People normally aren't doing all this stuff this, on the 21st of December, right? Yeah. Usually, well, they're always arguing about money and, you know, the country's going to shut down, blah, 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 and all that, but, you know. Right, well, I, thought that, uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Whoops. Malfunction. Stand by. This is Doctor Who. Whoopsie daisy. Alexa went off or something. I don't know. I probably shouldn't say her name again. <laughs> no, you're going to turn So it was so weird. So we were just recording, and I'm like, why do I hear music in the background? What is it? That's not the music we're supposed to be hearing. Yeah, and she's, like, playing some random music. I'm like... And I'm trying to think of like, well, how do I turn her off without like streaming her name while you're recording the show? It's fine. I was like, well, just not that. since we're not doing live, since we've got the dogs and all, it's like not as difficult to do a little, a small little pause that we have to. But yeah. all right, since we had a little break, let's talk about the Donald. Okay, tell me about these taxes, Mr. Jesse. Um, I know that one of the people that's a member of Congress here is actually on this Ways and Means Committee, and I saw his little face on TV today uh, during the vote, and he said, I, I believe. There was one guy, one of the Republicans, he was like, in, oh, no. He really wanted during, to... During the committee vote? <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. You know, I like to watch stuff like that. I'm super lame, lame indeed. But um, it looks like the House Ways and Means Committee on Tuesday today voted 24 to 16 to release former Donald Trump's tax returns, capping a protected legal and political battle that began when Trump was in the Oval Office. So yes, he, yes, here, yes. Here's the thing. like This should, really shouldn't be a big deal because every single president uh, for the last 46 years have released their taxes. Joe Biden has released his taxes already. This isn't a big deal, but Donald Trump has been so adamant that his taxes were so massive and so large, and he would release them to show how much mass wealth he's accumulated but he's been audited. And that's been something he's been talking about since he was on the election, uh, that he's taxed being audited. So it became more of like, what is he hiding? So finally, the Supreme Court ruled that his taxes could be released. And it went back. They released his, they sent his taxes to the House. Mm-hmm. And now the Ways and Means Committee was deciding whether or not they would send it to the House to release it to the public. And, you oh, know, they are. And, and they voted. That's what the vote was yeah, about. Yeah. And so... What they've already found is that former President Trump repeatedly paid little or nothing in federal taxes between 2015 to 2020. Is that he was being reporting millions Sorry. in earnings? And he said he's being taxed like a, somebody that was making like twenty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. People on uh, welfare probably you know getting taxed Where? more they than were. The president, former president was. Did you see that they also found out that? Um, This says, after the vote, the committee revealed that the Internal Revenue Service did not audit Trump's returns during the first two years of his office, despite a rule mandating such review, and have never completed any audits while he 
has served. So they're supposed to be doing something, I guess, so like, an, an op- it's a thing that's not part of this. It's separate, yeah, like separate. a regulation, and they weren't even doing so that. So here's the thing. So the IRS, for some reason, wasn't auditing his taxes to have him released. That's so strange. And every other American is at the will of having their taxes, taxes added, audited. So why wasn't he? And the thing is... You know, normal Americans making under $100,000 get audited five, ta- five times more than the upper 1%. Why is that? There needs to be a fair, you know, balance of whether or not your taxes get audited or not. And we, f- we found some infer- interesting information about Donald Trump that he's been hiding to us. Mm, mm, mm. It says, uh, in argument against the release of the tax record, t- Trump's legal team said the committee's premise for seeking information has nothing to do with funding of staffing issues at the IRS and everything to do with releasing the president's tax information to the public. Well, duh, stupids. They're just figuring out a way to do it. But, I mean, ridiculous. Um, Democrats on the Ways and Means Committee in the favor of making President Trump's tax returns public have a limited time to do so, unfortunately, with Republicans set to take control of the House and the committee in January, Mr. Jesse. Yes, sir. All right, well, since I made you go through that and talk about that terrible man, <laughs> do you want to uh, do something more holiday? Let's go. Do something more holiday fun? All right, let's, let's, let's look at some of the best toys of 2022, Mr. Jesse. Oh, did you skip over my best 100 songs? Oh, we'll get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> I have that on the list. All right. Best toys of 2022. All right. What we got? I don't even know what kids like anymore, but I saw Legos on here right now. Well, the first one I thought was really kind of interesting is this like V Robox, like kind of robot kind of looking thing you make, but it's like you make your own vending machine. It's like you put it together and it's like a little candy vending machine. Oh, that's interesting. I thought it was pretty cool. And so then there's, there's a, also the like robot. robotic arts. Yeah, stuff. it's like another little robot thing. Like robot things Lego. must be in. Yeah, robots and Legos and all that kind of building stuff is in. And these things, poppets. These poppet pros. Yeah, what are these we, poppets? We went last year to buy poppets because we were donating, yeah. you know, gifts for for kids. These kids love and these poppets. They all wanted poppets. Poppets, poppets, poppets. And the next one is um some kind of like fitness game. It's like you wear it on your arm and you can do hero. Yeah, virtual kind of like squat, squatting, running, shadow boxing. I like that. You know, good for kids to like. Yeah, you it's know. a wearable band that takes them through a series of activities. Based on missions, including running, squats, and shadow boxing. That's kind of oh, fun. That could be f- cool. And then um, the next one, I would like this. Kinetic sand. It's like that squishy sand. You like play with it and stuff like that. It's like a, it's like kind of like a little art project kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. that I think that's all of them. Well, you want to get to the top top ten songs, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. I thought you might enjoy that. I thought you might enjoy the top ten songs. Um, well, let's see. Um, the top ten songs according to Billboard, Jesse. I think this is um. I think I can get you number one right here. Let's see. Number one is uh, White Christmas by Ben Crosby. Okay. I'm trying to go through Wait, lies. Bit. Number 10. No, that's why I did this, because the list is super annoying. So I pulled the top 10 for you. Okay, because so I was going number list, and it started off at 100. I was like, I'm about to scroll for days to get to there. This is a good list. This is a good top 10, because this is like an old school kind of classic one, you know? It's like ones that like you can listen to if your parents and the car. It's very peaceful. Then you go to number nine, Let It Snow. 
This is one. This is another one. It's like kind of just like relaxing. You see it in all the. This is one of the ones that's in all the animated movies. You said number one was what? Number ten, White Christmas. Oh, number ten. You said I went, number one. I went backwards for a second. Yeah. How about uh, Last Christmas by Wham? You know I love this one. Who's the guy? George Michael, right? Is he still alive? Isn't he in Wham? Isn't George Michael the one in Wham? I might be wrong. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Jesse. We got number... What is that? Number seven? Most wonderful time of the year? You're going all over the place. No, you you must not be reading it, right? number four, right? Oh, no, that's Wham! Last Christmas. Mm. Yes. No, number one is All I Want for Christmas is You. So this is number seven. And then f- this my, one for you. My list was different. Feliz Navidad. That was number seven on my list. Oh, really? Yeah. This list is bootleg. This Let's is see. rigged. Ten, nine, eight, six. No, seven. You're right. This is seven. Oh, God. I don't have numbers. Someone's dipped into the egg. This is the already. top ten, people. This is the top ten. What does this mean in Spanish? Merry Christmas. Oh, okay. All right, so what's this one? This is number five? I lost my list now. One, two, three, four, five. So this would be six or five. I don't know. Math is hard. I don't have numbers. I'm, I'm trying to scroll. Five. This is five. <laughs> and this one. Four. So four on my list is Wham's Last Christmas. Mm, wrong. On my list, it's The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. That's number three on my list. <laughs> See, we're like, we're, it's, it's, it's a billboard list, right? See, I think you had the same problem I had. So I went to look for the list originally. And then when I went to the website on the computer, it showed me this like big graphic. And it wasn't clickable. And it's a different top ten than it's on this list. So I think it's like, yeah, I think, yeah it's rigged or something. But Jingle Bells, I love this one. Come on now. Is that rock version? This sucks. And number two, rocking around the Christmas tree, Mr. Jesse. This is from Home Alone, right? That's why I made the list. And you know what number one is? It's the same one every year. I almost, right, I almost don't want to play it. I almost oh, like don't want to play it. Scrooged. The American people love it. It's number one on the Billboard right now as we speak. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, what do you want for Christmas, Mr. Jesse? Vacation. <laughs> Most kids, I feel like, want iPhones and iPads and, like, stuff nowadays. You know, like... I feel like it, everybody has one already. Well, that's the thing. If you don't have one, I guess. So, like, you know, every kid at, like, 8, 9, 10 is probably, like, what they want. is like, a phone. And, like, I saw an article about some girl spent, like, $800, somewhere around here, I think, or in Arizona, like, $800, $900 on a Roblox or whatever Roblox are. It's some, like, online thing that kids play. I don't know. All right, well, I'm going to show you this video of Miss Oprah, Jesse. So Oprah gets asked what uh, this guy asked Oprah what he should get his mom for Christmas. And uh, she has, like, you say that I'm unrelatable, Jesse. I want you to hear her response and you tell me if, like, you think this is relatable. A favorite gift from my mom. She's not doing well. Uh, you know, a wonderful thing jewelry box that says, 
that um, that I had on favorite things. A beautiful red jewelry box with a little. That's too expensive for me. So it's not. It's, it's, it's really not. It's like a hundred some dollars. A little more on my price budget. <laughs> more than a hundred dollars. Shmama, she 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 has sentimental gifts. Um, okay, then this is the perfect gift for your mom. You do a list of your top ten reasons why you love her, and you make a beautiful card, and it's your top ten. That's, that's the top ten I love you list, Jesse. Like that was relatable. I mean, let's let's be honest. People splurge during Christmas time, even if it means putting it on their credit card. Hundred dollars is not insane. And then, but save your money, people. Here's the thing, though. Oprah. Oh, recession is coming. Can I? Don't don't shame Miss Oprah Winfrey and not give me a chance to like vindicate her. She pivoted real quickly and said, she did, she "Top did. ten list." She was make smart a about that. Card, and she was authentic about it and I agree. passionate. I, I, I was like, I thought she actually did handle that pretty well, if I do say so myself. All right, what else we got, Jesse? All right, let's see what else we got. All right, let's take a little break, and we'll be right back. You this is the Doctor Who Ever Project. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. New episodes weekly at DoctorWhoEver.com. Well, Mr. Jesse, uh, do you remember Clueless Alicia Silverstone, the mm-hmm. Clueless star? Well, I guess she's all naked now in a in a PETA ad. Um, I'm not sure where it is, but uh, she's posing a little nude, and I'm like saying whatever. And she looks pretty good. I always thought she was kind of a very, I don't know, like what's the word for very like, all American look. Um, but the Clueless actress Alicia Silverstone just posed totally naked for a new campaign with the animal rights group PETA. Looks like it's gonna be. Um, print, TV, there's a couple of different mediums for it, but it doesn't look that interesting. I pulled a video, but it's not that interesting. What else <laughs> we got, Mr. Jesse? So we got Jojo Suya says so she got I think used. it's Siwa. I'm really is not quite Siwa? sure who no she idea. is. So I think she's like a very popular lesbian, young lesbian, LGBT community. And she was like on the Disney or on TikTok. She's like, she's like Tom Hanks of her demographic. Very oh, well liked. Yes. yes, she is. She's like very, very well liked. I don't really know who she is either, but I, we should learn. Well, she says she got used for views and clout in a crypto video by her mother. Mm. Everybody was doing that lately, like you know. But like, your mom comes and's like, "Hey, guess what happens?" Like these people on TikTok or YouTube, like their mom is their agents. Like here, this person's giving you a hundred thousand dollars. Read this ad. And uh, next, I got this rapper, Jesse, a rapper who took his cover album art from the January 6th insurrection. He's being booked and sent to prison for five months. Um, what's his rapper what? name? He went to the Capitol and went inside. Oh, he was there? Yes, that's what I'm saying. A Virginia rapper who took his album cover at January 6th Capitol riot was sentenced to five months in prison on Monday. Antonia Bronax, a.k.a. Bugsy. The Don <laughs> pleaded guilty to four misdemeanor charges on October 2021 after rejecting a previous plea deal of one count. Mm-hmm. You want to hear his song? I pulled it. I thought it was kind of fun. I thought it would be kind of funny to play. Let's see what it sounds like. 
You don't love that? You don't think that's amazing? Absolutely, I just started it. We can't listen to the whole show on the song. We gotta move on to Justin Bieber saying H&M put his clothes out and he says it's not mine. So H&M just announced today that they're pulling the clothes because of all the backlash they got from Justin Bieber and his Justin fans. Bieber called it. Justin Bieber called their clothes trash, and I agree with Justin Bieber. Um, Swedish retail giant H&M has removed a line of Justin Bieber's merchandise after the pop star warned fans to steer clear of the items featuring his name and image, saying the designs are, quote, quote, trash, and that he did not approve the line. How Good. could they do that? How does that get to the I don't know how top? a major corporation like H&M it's not like they're from Afghanistan they're from Justin Sweden Bieber clothing line without knowing without you know running it by him or his people that's just silly right who wants that negative publicity for their company I just don't understand why or how that even gets there like how does how does a whole line of clothing get made without somebody being like hey we don't have the rights to this you know how does little face thing turn out there's a little, um remember he had like Face paralysis or something? Uh, I'm not quite sure. What was it? It was like, um, right now. I don't remember what it's called now. You were going to say Ray Nouns? I was going to say Ray Nouns, but that's not what it is. It's the Little Drummer Boy song he does. I like Little Drummer Boy. You do love that song. Did this song make the Christmas list? No, but it's on my personal favorite Christmas list. This one and that Macarena Christmas song. I might play that later. Uh, but let's talk about some unique traditions in some other parts of the world, Mr. Jesse. Like in, Uns- in Australia, unlike the rest of the world, Christmas in Australia is celebrated in the summer. I could get down with that, Mr. Jesse. Get down with Christmas in the summer. You, know? you don't think so? No, that just wouldn't feel like Christmas. How about in Argentina, where people light up the sky on Christmas Eve by lighting lanterns? Lighting lanterns. Isn't that pretty? Isn't that pretty? So in England, the Christmas festival is also celebrated in a very disciplined manner. Of course it is in in England. Festival is also celebrated uh, with children being mischievous for one day and given coals in their stockings instead of sweets. Bah humbug. That's where you get it from. And, uh, Canada. Oh, in Canada. Go Canada. Christmas has a special relationship with Canada. It is said that the house of Santa Claus is in Canada. And here's the letters are sent to Santa by post. Then the people are there waiting to answer. I love it. I love it. Well, I had to look at this word. That's why I was uh, jumping in. It is believed that in Greece that, let's see if I can figure out what this word is, Kalamakanazoe? Kalakanthazori. <laughs> is a, a castle of evil goblins, and they stay underground and 12 days of Christmas until January. Uh, people believe that he can come up and hear and create havoc um, in such a situation once a day, the cross of holy basil i don't even know what this is this is very confusing um they sprinkle water in each room to ward off evil spirits that's a lot going on in greece oh, this is an I'll interesting one. one so in norway uh there's not only santa claus but there's nissi santa likes small dolls which are used as decorations but also here's this interesting part every year 
Norway gives a large Christmas tree to the UK to thank them for their help during World War II. This tree is decorated every year in Trafalgar Square for the people to see. Trafalgar. Trafalgar. Actually, that's one pronunciation I can do. It's so hard, right? Pronouncing things. Never been to this Especially when there's all the... I, mean, I, I, know, I was going to skip the next one because I didn't even know half the words they're saying. You want to move on to the new, new news, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. All right, let's go on to the new, new news you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. We're just going to top line this one again because this Title 42 thing keeps changing. And, oh, before I even move any further, what is Omnibus? Is it like a mega bus that you take to New York and for $30? You said this the other day and I pretended like I knew what it was, but I, uh, when you, I did not when you know what it was. you throw a bunch of different spending bills into one bill. Oh, so that's like the thing they're talking about in the that's news. That's what they're trying to pass right now. Gotcha. Okay. Well, back to Title 42. The Supreme Court ordered tidy Title 42 to stay in place. Yesterday or today, right? Yeah, amid, this, uh, amid a the surge, surge of uh, migrants. And this is the thing the to keep people out that are seeking asylum due to health concerns or COVID. Mm-hmm. And Biden actually said to the Supreme Court, yes, keep it in place for now, but we're working on a way to make things better. Give us some time kind of thing. I don't know. It's a lot going on with that one, but we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Um, but something I think is interesting, it's like it is Christmas time and, you know, the holidays and religion and, you know, everybody read. They read the Bible and Jesus and going, and he couldn't find a place to stay, and people leaving Egypt and you know trying to get away from Pharaoh and all that yeah, stuff fleeing, and all. It's like, they're fleeing. Yeah, the land for but safety. it's like these people. They're and fleeing. They're welcomed, it's like they're welcomed into to safety. But in these Israel. people that call themselves Christians and all this stuff are like, I want a Mexican, but they'll go to the they'll go to the church barbecue and eat a bunch of barbecue and you know go sing in the choir and do all take their kids to get free daycare and stuff, but. When it comes to people needing a place, you know, to, to put their children to get an education and have yeah, a nice Yeah, so this home. article, you know, talks about migration and how it runs through the thread of the whole Bible. People on their move and so much of a part of the fabric of the story of, of biblical references. Exodus. fleeing, you know, persecution mm-hmm. and, and slavery. And we look up to that as aspirational. And um, but then when it's actually really there, eh, people don't really want it. Mm, don't want it. Nope, nope. Mm-mm, just want to look good. Well, let's see. A 97-year-old former Nazi camp secretary has been found guilty in complicity over 10,000 murders. Is this even like necessary to be doing this? Like, yep. To be putting these people in prison? You Absolutely. think so? I was just curious. So this is in Berlin. Um, the 97-year-old woman was in Germany and found guilty on Tuesday of aiding and abetting the murders of over 10,500 people at Nazi concentration camps and given two years suspended jail sentence. So it's more of a proven a point kind of thing, I guess, right? Anybody I mean, that because I mean suspended in, sentence, you know, in but. that atrocity should be prosecuted to the full extent of my. Mm, opinion. I agree, I agree, but some. I, I guess my thought is like, eh, I don't know if there's other things to be worried about. Somebody's 97, but I get it. You know, you got to make a point. Well, moving on to this next story. This is a follow-up story, Mr. Jesse. We were actually talking about, you like... this before? We were talking about the rise of sextortion, remember? Oh, yeah, Just you on, did bring that up. Remember, we are talking about how, like, um, people were... Or people are 
friending or poking or swiping left or right or whatever you do on these websites. Um, and they're talking boys or girls, either oh, one, so, into sending pictures. Yeah, so, so here's the story. So San Jose police have made an arrest months after a teenage boy took his life. This is the one we this talked is, about, I believe. Yeah, this is after being extorted for money when he sent a nude photo of himself to someone he thought was another teenage girl. So San Jose Police Department announced Monday uh, 25-year-old Jonathan Cassie was taken into custody in Los Angeles and faced charges for extortion and attempted disorderly conduct. Mm-hmm. The cops are saying that, what's his last name, Cassie, the, uh, the guy that got arrested, is connected to the death of 17-year-old Ryan Last, who died by suicide in May when someone he'd been chatting with online demanded he send them $5,000 Upon receiving an intimate picture, he'd solicited from him or else they would send it to the mm. public. That's a little crazy, but, you know, it's weird that we were talking about that. Mm. What else we got? What else we got, Mr. Jesse? Oh, this Netflix, like, ad thing. Like, did you ever even see that anywhere? Like, option? Like, you would think they'd be showing us, like, an option, you know, or something. Maybe they don't want us to downgrade. Well, apparently the Netflix ad-based plan did not go so hot for them. Um, when Netflix launched its ad-based subscription tier back in November 3rd, it came as part of a concentrated push by the subscriber service to aggressively get better money, reduce yeah, but, but people like sharing thing, though, and all that like, kind of stuff. Once you watch a streaming service without commercials, I don't think you can go to watching commercials. I couldn't go back I don't to think, YouTube. I don't think I would watch uh, okay. Netflix if it had commercials Mm-mm. because that's the whole part like – you know when you when you're going to sleep and you're like oh let's watch a movie or let's watch a TV show mm-hmm. you know because it you brings know, you out of it. Well, you know it's only thirty minutes, but it brings so, you out of it with a commercial. So if you too. have to watch a commercial and it's an hour and a half movie, it's now a two and a half hour long movie, and it does take you out of the movie, and it's definitely not something that Netflix wants because they want you to binge watch everything. So yeah, I couldn't do it. I don't care how much cheaper I'll pay. I'll pay the extra five dollars. <laughs> pay the extra five dollars. Okay. Well, also breaking news a little bit about um, Microsoft and Netflix. Um, looks like they're joining forces. Have you heard of anything about this? This is according to an article by uh, Rutgers on December 20th. Um, they're talking about a merger between the net, the Netflix company and Microsoft, I guess. But I guess Microsoft was bought by somebody. I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff going on here. But is that one of those things that could be done or is it... Is it different spaces enough for it to for it to work, or you know what I'm saying? I'm is not there, quite sure what they're doing here. Can you do you, do you know? I mean, more? it looks like they're thinking about buying Netflix and kind of bringing it into their entertainment platforms. Is what it looks like to me. Hmm. It so says uh, with the mar- okay, okay. So yeah, so apparently both companies are already closely aligned. Netflix uh, Netflix chose Microsoft as its advertising partner for new advertising supporting subscription service. And Microsoft's president, Brad Smith, also sits on the Netflix board. So, Well, it looks like this says that Netflix has its own plans for gaming. They might want to come out with their own gaming. But with a market value of 13 times that of Netflix, as of December, with $1.8 trillion, Microsoft can easily afford Netflix, especially if they keep dropping, um, as they may have. And there was a story in between there. Um, I didn't mean to put that there. We can skip it or talk about it later if we want to. Skip. Skip, indeed. What did I say my favorite Christmas song was? What was that? Um, Trummer Boy? No, no, no. There was like... Um, oh, yeah. One na 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 Like, is that what it is? It's exactly that. I sound like Batman. I think I have it. Let's see. 
I think I pulled it. Because I, um, I found you... Oh, here we go. I found you a list of the best Christmas movies on the Netflix, Jesse. Yeah, because your, your last one was bogus. Well, but that, um, the Lindsay Lohan movie is actually on here that we never can remember the name of, and I still can't remember it until I would see it again. But, um... That was a good one. And Dolly Parton's Christmas movie. I got to watch I that. Haven't seen that. I haven't seen it either. I don't know how I haven't seen that. How have I not seen a Dolly Parton movie? Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Elf, of course, is on Netflix. Seen that a million times. What's the Princess Switch? Is that some girl oh, from I've seen that. Vanessa Hudgens? You've, you've seen that. I've seen that. I probably didn't like it yeah. then. Oh, and then the Princess Switched again. <laughs> White Christmas. Eh, I don't like that one. Bad Mom's Christmas. Haven't seen that. I might try that. This one, A Boy Called Christmas. That was pretty good. Oh, the Noel Diaries. Did, did we watch that? No. We did. We did? Did I like you, it? You hated it. I did hate it, probably. But Falling for Christmas, the newcomer with Lindsay Lohan. That was a good one. That really uh, that really did it for me. We'll just end it on that, because that was probably well, the best well, if one. If you've watched one of these bad Christmas movies, and it took you drinking wine, eggnog, and champagne to get through it, well, all the hallmarks of a holiday party season is getting behind the wheels and drinking and That's driving. True. But this place is saying no 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 they're offering free rides if you've been drinking and forced to watch a bad holiday movie so one example is offered by loman adams which is in pennsylvania it, they're saying it's easy if you need to call an uber they will pay for it so they're offering oh it's free an injury ride. it's an yeah. injury attorney they're offering uh, loathing free- and adams Injury attorneys of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, they said, we'll reimburse you for rides in Philadelphia up to $30. Wow. It's easy. All you need to do is call the Uber, lift your taxi, and send us the bill. We'll reimburse you for the ride in Philly up to $30, said the law firm on the blog. That's so also, cool. That's good also too. interesting, AAA is also offering free tow-to-go. Rides in 11 states, including Wisconsin, Indiana, South Bend, other states include North Georgia, Carolina. Michigan, North Dakota. Der- is North Carolina under? It says, yeah. Oh, yeah, North Carolina and Charlotte area. Yep, and Charlotte so area. anyone that needs a ride with their car, they will tow you to your location. So the goal of the auto club is to prevent injuries and deaths caused by impaired drivers at AAA. It reminds partygoers to plan ahead by choosing a designated driver and staying where you're celebrating. But if you do need to get somewhere, they will tow your car to your next destination, hopefully that is home. I like that. That's good. How about some? Uh, how about some food news, Mister Jesse? Oh, that sounds good. I'm hungry. I know. I'm a little hungry too. Oh boy, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Another beautiful day, crusty <laughs> Another day. Surfacing. Who is um Patrick Mahomes? Do I know who that is? Is that somebody I would know for any reason? No? Well, apparently he's got a new sandwich at Subway, and the only reason I'm talking about it is because it looks good, Jesse. I love a chicken sandwich. <laughs> and, um, you know, if you're a Subway fan, you may recall the chain's major update in 2021, Eat Fresh Refresh. Definitely seen those commercials. They did a great job. Charles Barkley, Tom Brady, Sierra Williams. Who's that? Is that a Williams sister? Yeah, Venus and Ser- no, that's Serena. This is- oh yeah, that's Serena. S C R E N A. I've never actually seen it like that in print. 
in this shows how much I followed tennis. <laughs> and Steph, Stephen Curry. Um, when the inclusion of the sports bars and their ads, they really, like, went off. I feel like, you know, Subway finally kind of, like, made it out of, like, the, uh, the bootleg bucket of fast food. See, my problem with Subway is every time I go to a Subway, the people that work there just look yeah, so look nasty. And like, Where were I just we at? Can't. We were at in like Death Valley or something, and you were hungry. I was hungry. And you wanted a sandwich. I wanted eat. a sandwich. Their nails. He looked like a meth head, and he probably yeah, was. Probably was. Mm. So at least he was wearing the gloves, I guess. So if you're hungry on Christmas and you don't want turkey, here's a few alternatives for the traditional turkey Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas. <laughs> so one is roast goose. Have you ever had a roast goose before? Oh my God. I have never had a roast goose, Jesse. So before turkeys were introduced to Europe from the Americas, roast goose was the bird of choice for Christmas dinner throughout Western Europe. Did you know that? I don't even know what a roast goose is. Is that like a duck? Goose. Is that like a duck? The bird, the goose. Where do you get a goose from? From the sky. Oh, I don't know. So if you don't want, goose, I don't know where to find. Well, a you goose. don't know where to find. That's why I put it on here because I was like baked, wondering where I'd find a goose. Baked ham is a familiar sight at Canadian holiday dinners. We ordered a ham, makes, right? Yeah, honey baked ham. Ham of tamales is gonna be interesting. <laughs> ham is forgiven to cook and will appear at most families' uh, dinner tables this year at the Christmas time. So another one is roast beef or prime rib, also a common feature of holiday dinner menus, especially in the UK. And if you're feeling frisky, seafood. Around the world, many Catholics abstain from eating. Stop abstain from eating meat on Christmas. However, fish does not count as meat, and thus seafood dishes play an important uh, part of many Christmas festivities. What do you think about that? I like it, but if I was gonna do it, I make myself a duck, Mr. Jesse. But a is a duck. duck and a goose the same thing? No, they're different. No. Well, I made myself a duck, and I know recently we were looking at a menu, and you were like. What's this like peaking duck? And I'm like, well, it's peaking duck. And I'm like, I say it like I'm, you know, some snob that knows what I'm talking about. I don't fucking know what it means either. I just know it's called peaking duck. <laughs> but I guess this article I was reading was all kinds of different ducks, ones that are higher in fat and different tastes. You can get a Long Island duck. You can get the peaking duck. You can get all kinds of ducks. It's like different kinds of stuff. So next season, next holiday season, I want to make a duck. How about that? No? You must. Oh, I'd be fine. No, I've, I've had duck before. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Roll your little eyes at me. Rude indeed. <laughs> and if you don't want to eat duck and you're sick, go to Olive Garden. Go to Olive Garden. Fire. Can I play you this? Uh, can I play this article though? Yes, please do. Oh, I'm gonna have to restart. I'm not gonna lie. Kansas-based manager sent employees a scathing letter about workers calling out frequently. In the letter, workers were told to prove they were sick if they called out. And she even went as far as saying, if your dog died, bring the dead animal into work with you. Once the letter went viral, Olive Garden issued a statement saying the manager had been fired. Fired indeed, Jesse. Fired. Should be fired, right? Well, okay, the letter was like, you can't take a day off and like all this stuff. You can't call in. That's why you're working at a restaurant because you want to dick around. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Oh, sorry, we're, we're, we're playing them out. But like, you're not working at like, I don't know. You're not, you're not working at H&R Block or like an accounting firm or a bank. You're working at the Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. <laughs> Like, everybody, I've never worked at a restaurant, but that's, to be honest, one of the reasons why I've never worked at a restaurant, because it just looks like 
comp my sister told me about it just like not good like people just don't do very good and they do they call in and like and if you're the one responsible person you're gonna be the one that gets like screwed and always has to end up doing everything mr jesse that's probably true all right let's take a little break and let's talk about some world and politics news it's been a busy day two Americans released from the Taliban, Mr. Jesse. Look at this. People have been released all over the place. How did they get that to happen? I don't know. It just says two Americans who had been detained by the Taliban in Afghanistan have been released and are en route to Qatar. Three sources familiar with the matter tell CNN. So, I mean, hey. Like, they're doing something. That's Somebody's amazing. doing something somewhere. Um, and then, obviously, Zelensky was here, and he just wasn't here to say, hey, howdy, how are you? He's saying, give me the guns, the missiles. So I was researching a little bit more. They want the Patriot Defense Missile System, as I believe what it is called. And that shoots down missiles that are coming towards them, but cannot... anti-defense missiles. Yes, but cannot shoot, I guess. Um, But I guess they have to take people to Germany and train them for a long time. It's not like, hey, boom. I think, again, we here in America, we're like... Why can't they just send them something? They press a button and then every whole uh, a, a canopy comes up and their whole country's safe. It's like this is not Rick and Morty, people. It's not how it works. <laughs> but that's like I really do think people kind of feel that way a little bit and they just don't quite understand, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, I got some North Carolina news, Mr. Jesse, but we are going to take a break and we'll be right back to that. <laughs> Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better love. Y'all better have you done some roads and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world but North Carolina. <laughs> Well, yes, in North Carolina. Of course, this is a Chick-fil-A story. What other story we have about North Carolina, Mr. Jesse? But um, this Chick-fil-A in North Carolina was apparently letting teenage workers use dangerous, very, very dangerous equipment. Sounds about right. <laughs> Three minor teens working at a Chick-fil-A restaurant were allowed to operate dangerous machinery in North Carolina, federal authorities say. Now the location franchises must pay up after violating child labor laws. I do remember I had a friend that like worked at Chick-fil-A. Shut them down. And he was like 14. He had to get like a worker's prim- permit or whatever. Um, let's see. The three employees at Chick-fil-A at Hendersonville, that is, it's closer to East Carolina, uh, operated a loading and unloading trash compactor, which is hazardous machine under the child. Okay, okay. Let me reread this. Okay. The three employees were operating and unloading and loading the trash compactor, which is a hazardous machine 
under the child labor regula regulations. Interesting. So they can't. That makes sense, you know. You can't have one of them kids, you know, dumping themselves into that thing by accident. That would be bad, right? That would be really bad for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> We also got two retirees in Alabama, Jesse, that were um, they were arrested just for feeding the cats. No, and this is one of those ones that you know I am I am gonna let the clip do the talking for this one if I can, because this uh this might just be this might be hilarious. You know I love one that we have a good accent, a good a good nice. This is not this is not um, North Carolina, but close enough. An 85-year-old grandmother in Alabama plans to appeal her conviction after getting caught feeding cats. CBS's David Begnode was in the courtroom when the grandmother was found guilty. This is an 84-year-old grandmother being arrested in Wetumpka, Alabama and hauled off to jail. Why? Because she was sitting in her car and police suspected she was feeding wild cats. Because you've been trespassed and you have returned yet again, we're going to have to take you to jail, okay? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can hear my mom saying that. Jesus Christ. My mom slapped me in the face one time and she got handcuffed and put them back in the police car. feeding the cats on public property. The county said the cats were a nuisance and were damaging county vehicles. This is what you're wasting city gas on. Why was she feeding cats? She was practicing TNR as right, in enough. That's pretty funny, right? And release. That's pretty funny. It is intended. All right, let's take a little break and um, let's take a right back a break. We got to use the appropriate break for this one. We're talking about animals and everything, you know. All right, so we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about this um, Apple CarPlay you got. You tell me how it's working for you, Mr. Jesse. Sounds good. support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? This is not really quite science, science, technology, whatever. We're having a stretch here, but you got a new car, and it's got the Apple CarPlay system in it. How does it work? Does it work good? Do you like it? Yeah, I, I kind of like this Apple CarPlay. I didn't have it in my last car, and it's one of those things that's quickly become a must-have for any iPhone user. But the thing is, it's not new technology. CarPlay came out in 2014 and uh, auto manufacturers started building into their system shortly after. But even though it's been out since 2014, not much has changed with Apple CarPlay. I don't know if you guys all have it, um, but it's not even, in most cases, it's not even wireless. So in order for you to play Apple CarPlay, you actually have to physically plug it into your phone like you'd be charging mm -hmm. it. 
and then Apple CarPlay comes on. So anytime, like, say you take off your phone or do anything, your Apple CarPlay, if you're listening to Spotify, disconnects. That's annoying. So it's kind of annoying, and it's also one of those things that people say that there needs to be more pressure from iPhone users to push uh, Apple CarPlay to be more streamlined with the phone usage and also wireless because who wants to plug something in? It's just annoying. It's just hard to keep a cord, especially like if you have kids or a dog or you're trying to use a cup holder. Like, And the problem is there's not really good spaces built in these cars for these giant phones either. Like yeah. I have a normal-ish phone, and a lot of people would say it's a big one. You have the giant, giant one like – and it's hard for me to like. That's why I don't want a bigger phone because I don't want to have to have to fit in my fit in my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Got enough to fit in there. Uh huh. Do you know who Chrissy Teigen is, Mr. Jesse? That's John Legend's wife. Oh, oh, oh. well, apparently she wants to uh, look hungry like I do when I wait. You know, when I say I need to lose weight, I'm like, I want to look like I'm hungry. And um, apparently she wants to look like she's hungry, too. And she's, um, God, what's it called? She's doing something, and it's called, like, buckle fat removal. She'll Let's tell you all about it. Buckle fat removal, yeah. Buckle fat. It's removing the fat in your cheeks. Oh, she's going to tell you all about it. And I like it. Chrissy Teigen isn't shy when it comes to revealing cosmetic procedures she's had done. I did that Dr. Diamond buckle fat. <laughs> she looks hungry. Recently took to her Instagram she's all sunken in. To show off the results That's what it's supposed to do? Latest yep. plastic surgery endeavor. I can do that if I just don't eat for a day. I don't need that. I don't need, I don't need buckle fat removal. I just don't eat for a day. The buckle fat pad. <laughs> That's silly. Alright, uh, what about cool sculpting? I was like looking that up too because I was like, I keep getting ads for all that stuff lately because of holidays. I think people are going to gain weight. What is all this stuff? Cool, cool sculpting. It's supposed to freeze your fat away. Oh. So it's, it's like an alternative to a non-invasive liposuction. Does it work? I'm not sure. This article says like maybe, sort of, kind of, I don't know. That's the thing, like if you do, if that's your job to do um, those kind of procedures... You're not going to, like, go around telling people, hey, you know, my procedure doesn't work, you know? True. But you're not going to get the same results as if you're getting liposuction. I'll wait after the holidays to see how much I gain. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some Las Vegas news when we come right back. This is the Dr. Whoever Project. KBUT, the Buck, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. Well, the legendary Gentleman's Club, what's it called? Two Horses? Crazy Horse Leonard. 2? It can't be that legendary. Oh, because I drove by the other day, and I'm like, why is this building just demolished here, sitting here? It looks like a, looks like a tornado went through that uh, area right kind of by the strip, like a service road right behind the strip. And um, I looked it up, and so, I didn't look it up. I actually saw an article randomly, because I guess this, this is like a thing here. It's um, a whole article in the news talking about the legendary Gentleman's Club, Crazy Horse 2, T-O-O. 
not number two, just two. That's why I thought it was too crazy. Is the horses too crazy, or the girls is too crazy horses? <laughs> well, it's a piece of legendary Las Vegas history, and it crumbled to the ground Monday morning, right there as it got demolished. Um, back in the so, day, it was very busy. So I was going to say, so from one former owner of the location, Rick Rizzello, sold the property after it was raided. By the FBI in 2003, he pled guilty for failing to pay the payroll taxes and was known for his mob ties. I love it. forget that the mob used to run Vegas. This is the mob town. So the federal government took over the building before selling it, but closed the club and its doors permanently in 2014, leaving it to stay vacant and rust away. Hmm. I bet that place has some stories. Stories indeed. You want to zip through the rest of the news, Mr. Jesse? Yes, please. Yes, it happened on one of them zippity doo days. Now, that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of the zippity-doo-dah. Have you ever been to, like, a fancy hotel that has one of these, like, fancy toilets that does all kind of Bluetooth and, like, steam your butthole and, like, you know, steam it? perfume and it warms up the seat and, like... Has Alexa? I can't say that in here. I keep forgetting. <laughs> We're gonna have problems again. Well, uh, this eleven thousand five hundred dollar toilet with that A thing could be inside your home for you to sit down on and call your throne. <laughs> I don't know if I could pay that much for a toilet. It's um, it's made by like that Toto or Cooler or whatever. I think maybe they're doing a thing together. But if you're gonna go to CES here in Las Vegas, you just might see this toilet and get to try it out for yourself, Mr. Jesse. I saw, um, side note, I saw a Squatty Potty commercial. Uh, it's like a new one I've seen for a couple of days. And the, the premise of it is there's a guy and he's in like a brawny looking guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a hammer. He's like, yeah, I'm going to build a Squatty Potty. Get your wood, get your saw, get your hammers, get your butt, 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 butt. And then the whole point is at the end, it's like, or you could save 20% at SquattyPotty.com. Because, uh, sure, oh yeah, you could build yourself a little box and everything. And like, but you know what you could also do? Get a shoebox, you know? If you really are that worried about how you're pooping. <laughs> oh, I think I brought this up earlier, Jesse. A, uh, a Phoenix mother caught her daughter spending $897 on Roblox. I'm Roblox. Roblox. I don't know what these are, but it must be like it's Legos. Like gaming. It's some kind of gaming. Is it like Legos online or something? It seems lame. Yeah, it's a popular gaming app. So I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. I guess what I'm saying, but and how you could spend almost a thousand dollars on it is beyond me. Beyond me. Well, so apparently um, there's a lot of opportunities within the app to spend money. They explained to me that there was a total of seven unauthorized charges on her account. Howard said, and she got a call from the bank. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Kaylee Howard got a call from the bank on Saturday, and her seven-year-old son confessed to play in the game. Oh, Santa Claus might not be coming to him. Well, he's got it better than this uh, This next family. Uh, a woman in Michigan, she's facing, facing charges, Jessely, for sending hateful and bullying messages to her own daughter and other teenage members in a group, pretending to That's be crazy. like another kid. Like She doesn't have enough drama in her life. She needs to go make drama, be watching way too much um, Andy Cohen shows and mm. Kardashians and all that nonsense. You need to turn that off. And you should go to church, lady. You go to church. You need some church. Well, and also, I'm talking like Medea because I watched a Medea movie uh-huh. last time. You need some church. 
And Apple continues to roll out the feature that allows residents of participating U.S. states to add their driver's license or state ID to the Apple wallet. I know you would love that. Uh, I can't wait. I have the I'm list really, for you. Would you like the list? I might have to I might have to ask one of these might uh, have to move. legislators to, to add this in the next uh, legislative cycle. It was cool seeing um, the person you work for who we know are kind of our somebody we hang out with. See him on TV doing the vote. That was very cool. Mm-hmm. You know? But these states that you can put your ID on your phone are Connecticut, Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, Iowa, <laughs> Kentucky, Mississippi, Ohio, Oklahoma, and Utah. And that one that I said almost incorrectly was Iowa. Um, well, what's next, Mr. Jesse? I think we got another dog story. How about that? <laughs> we got to take Mr. Poor um, Dodger back to the vet because the groomer yesterday said he might have an ear infection. I know. We got to get that checked out. Again, we were just there. We were just there. Come on, people. Well, if your dog maybe rubs his little butt across things like um, these do every now and then, not as much anymore because we got them a haircut. We think that might have been some of the problem. They were uh, a little too shaggy back there. Got them dingleberries. Get rid of that debris. I've never wiped the dog's butt so much before. Jesus Christ. Uh, dogs may drag their butts to remove leftover d- debris. So a scoot or two usually isn't a problem. But that's outside. I want you doing it on my... I mean, as soon as they get, like, a little bit older, we're replacing this couch. <laughs> it's probably covered in, like, pee and God. Um, but the other thing is anal sac disease, dietary issues, tapeworms, or allergies. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. So we wouldn't want that. You so if your dog scoots that. too much, um, look for pus, parasites, or maybe blood. Um, give your dog a fresh, clean carpet, and they will inevitably go to that to drag their butt across if they feel like they need something. But, like... You know, they can just use the AstroTurf outside. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's good, right? But the whole list goes through and says, uh, number one, skin irritation, anal sac disease, um, diet also, parasites could be a problem, cancer. Um, so obviously, when in doubt, what do you do, Jesse? Take your dog to the vet. Yes, you do. Take that dog to the vet if you're in doubt of any of that. That's why we got that insurance, right? We got that to nationwide. I know sometimes I joke about how Mr. Dodger looks like a giant guinea pig, mm-hmm. but the hottest, hottest holiday toy of 2022 is a baby-making guinea pig, Jesse. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and this is according to the Wall Street Journal, so this is not like, so, and you, so you really can't open it, but, you know, I got a video, but Moose Toys is making a little live pet mama surprise as quickly as it can, but even restocks are going quickly, creating panic among parents. So if you ain't got this thing, you probably ain't getting it. A robotic rodent that magically has babies is this year's hottest, hottest holiday toy. I kind of want it. Oh, God. (laughs) Can I play the video? Sure. It looks so cute. Live pets mama surprise. Let's see. 
see if I can play it. Here we go. Giant guinea pig. I would call it Dodger. Dodger Jr. Let's see what we got. Help the mama guinea pig care for her babies. But wait, the mama has to give birth first. That's the magical play of Little Life Pets, Mama Surprise from Miss Toys. This interactive pet looks like a real guinea pig, comes alive with more than 20 sounds and reactions, and delivers baby guinea pigs. I'll show you how it works right after you click that. Does it have abortions button. too? Brush and feed the mama with the included accessories, and then when you see her heart glow, it's time to place her in the special bench, settle along the nesting materials. Kids will go to bed that night and wake up the next morning to find a newborn guinea pig. Oh, it's a Mama Surprise delivers a new guinea pig every day for three consecutive days. Each baby is delivered with its own care package and themed accessories. Aw, I knew you wouldn't like it as much as I did, Mr. Jesse. I knew you wouldn't like it as much as I did. You can repeat the surprise deliveries over and over again. Just follow the instructions to reset. You can also choose to have the babies delivered a lot faster by switching the hutch to fast. Alright, what else we got, Jesse? Anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it too. Another good show. Very good show. Lots of stuff going on. Well, you got to do anything else today? Do we got to do anything else? Are we, are we done for the day? We're done. Done for the day. I got to wrap some presents. I tried to pull out the wrapping paper, and as soon as I got the like plastic sleeve off the wrapping paper, the dogs were like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to play with this and this and that. So wrapping did not go well. Uh, I'll babysit the dogs while you I'm going to need you to do that. All right. All right. This is the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. Now streaming live in HD, delivered straight to your device. Find it all at DrWhoever.com. Well, all right, Mr. Jesse, I gotta wrap some presents now that you're home, and maybe string a little popcorn. Who knows? Ready for the broken hip hop wrap up? Let's go. Alright, let's go. Nice. Oh, 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 no, Well, today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up, we got Little Wayne, Jesse. Little Wayne. Um, it looks like he's did some um, some charity out, maybe where he's from or something. Where is he from? Do you know where he's from? He's from New Orleans. I I'm not quite sure where he's from, to be honest. Well, Little Wayne wishes 150 New Orleans kids a wheezy Christmas. I was right. With sporty goods equipment. You are right. Let's see. Uh, on Sunday, they, the M-I-L-I, the A-M-I-L-I. Oh, that's what, that, is that what this is right here? Is that what I'm listening to? Uh, okay. I was like, what? The Amilla rapper teamed up with Young Money Entertainment president Mac Main and invited 150 children 
from their New Orleans hometown for some fun at one of my favorite places, Where? Dave & Buster's, for a very wheezy Christmas, which included a visit from Santa and gifts from Wilson Sporting Goods. And I actually believe he gives a little message. Let's see. Let me see if I can pull the message he gives. I think he actually like says, like, hey, and does like a little message to the kids. Um, let's see if I can actually pull that for you. First of all, I want to personally wish each of you a Merry Christmas. And I know you love sports like I love sports, so I hit up my people at Wilson Sporting Goods to give you the gift of game. I specifically picked everything out for you myself. I hope you love everything, and I hope you have an amazing holiday. This was an honor to do. I know you're going to love it, so. That's pretty damn cool. That's pretty cool. You know me, I'm like... I don't dislike anybody for what kind of music they make, the color of their skin, but I do like dislike people for being stupid and not doing good things with the platforms they have. Even he went to jail, right, or whatever. I'm sure he made a mistake. I'm sure he's very sorry. Seems like a nice guy to me. What's the best song he does? What's like a, what's a song that I would know? Anything? Lollipop. Lollipop. Well, this six foot, seven foot's the only one I could pull. Peace. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap it up for the day? Let's wrap it up. All right. Let's wrap it up, Mr. Jesse. All right, Miss Jesse, let's get out, let's go. I know we got other stuff to do. I know you're probably starving over there. All right, later. Peace out. See you. Bye. Later, everybody.